Welcome to Talking Giants, a preview of the Dolphins game that we're not even probably going to talk about. We have a lot to talk about. For one, I'm in New York. I'm in the Bronx, baby. We got Janoris Jenkins going after fans. We got talks about Daniel Jones in the future. This has been a weird week since Eli had Monday Night Football. Dan, I don't know what happened on Monday night, but Eli Manning coming and playing has made everybody lose their minds. Yeah, it's, it's it's a strange world, Giants land right now. But, but before we get that, I just want to congratulate all the Yankees fans on you guys signing Garrett Cole. So congratulations on having the second best pitcher in New York. Oh, you know, I'll give you Syndergaard. He's a beast. I like him. Or, or not Syndergaard, uh, DeGrom. I was like, hold on there a minute there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you DeGrom. I won't even hate. I think DeGrom is the best pitcher in the game. That being said, it is nice to have them. The city is buzzing. No, you know what? It's actually not. The city is not buzzing. I I can't stand the Bronx. I'm going to be completely honest. And we kind of, we figured it out after a while. Part of it is we just walk through the hood as like three white boys, and people are like, "Who are these people? We've never seen them before." And because like no one comes to no one comes to the Bronx on vacation. Yeah, and you're so, tours in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, nobody does that, especially when there's no Yankees games going on. Um. And so, and so, you know, we are with John Boy Media, and I don't have, I haven't had barely any complaints about John Boy Media. Him telling me to stay in the Bronx is my biggest complaint. I can't stand staying in this city. Everything I, we're doing is not in the Bronx. I told you to stay in Manhattan. I was like, <laughs> Manhattan's the place to be, but you're like, nah, I'm staying in the Bronx. I'm like, all right, buddy, you're going to have nothing fun to do in the this middle hotel, of winter. This hotel is half the size of what it looked like on the pictures. Uh, <laughs> This place is the Bronx kind of sucks. There's not even that many good food spots. Um, like the first half an hour, we're just walking around like mean mugging every single person. It's like, all right, are we gonna have to fight because like we are like that, like mean mugging every single person <laughs> and, like we're sizing people up. Um, I think we figured it out though, so I, I think we're gonna avoid fights. <laughs> I mean, anyway, that that's I guess the whole goal is to not fight anyone. But yeah, I mean, the Bronx. Well, is I did say I did like you know put an open invitation to anybody yeah, you did who wanted to fight me out there. Just get just get on the four train and you'll find someone. How do you even use this like the train though? Like to go to man? I mean, we got a car, so we want to use it. But, like I don't even know how to use the train. You just go to the nearest subway station. You go to the platform that will take you to Manhattan. You're on your way. Yeah, but how do you get like a ticket or anything? Well, no, you need yeah, you need like a ticket or like a metro car. It's a metro car type thing. I guess you get like well, how a do you get a metro one. car? It's a it's probably like a ticket booth when you go into the subway station. This is well, we'll be driving anyways. Um, but I'm luck. figuring out New York. I've sized New York up. I've come to kick its ass. And I think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, you know, I, I visited my old house in New Jersey. That was kind of cool. Uh, this is actually my first time in the Bronx. Even though, you know, I was born in Jersey and that family have in New York. First time in the Bronx. And I think I'm, I'm I think I'll be running it by the end of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll, you'll be you'll be the Bronx borough president. You'll just walk in and be like, all right, this is my borough now. Well, I my my first correction or my second correction, you know, my first one was like, okay, don't just walk through like the apartments. My second one is don't wear your talking giants hoodie, Bobby, because you are really tall and people are going to go, are you wearing that because you're a giant? And it just leads to bad conversations. So I went and got a new jacket. <laughs> no, I host a podcast called Talking Giants. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, so we got Thursday Night Football on. And in the background behind Tony Gonzalez, there's someone holding up an Aaron Hernandez Florida Gators jersey. Did anybody else see that? <laughs> that that is 
that is actually hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can't do anything about it. I wish I wasn't doing this podcast right now because I would clip that. What a what a loon! They're in if Baltimore you were this too. podcast, you should have gone to the Fox Square. You could be talking to that guy. Is it is it in New York? Yeah, they're filming at Fox Square in Manhattan. Oh. Well, I didn't know that. My mom's like, you can go get behind Good Morning America. I'm like, why the hell would I want to do that? Oh, that's like a huge thing. You want to get on behind that. <laughs> like, everyone's like, guys, let's go. To, like, when I'm Robin City, like, early in the morning, like, guys, we can catch Good Morning America. I'm like, I didn't come to the city to just stand in the middle of the cold just to have, like, my hand appear on TV. Someone has a Percy Harvin Jets jersey showing up in the background, too. These people are wild. I kind of love it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, New York's been all right. It's it's cold. It ain't it ain't like that cold, but it's 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 pretty cold. By the way, if this is your if this is your first episode, I won't even listen to the rest. Just be like, I'll try it again on some other time because this episode is going to be off the rails. Yeah, all right. Like we don't care about the Giants Dolphins. It's it's a game <laughs> well, that I'll like, be there. So I care. Yeah, you'll, you'll be there. But like, let's be real. It's the Tank Bowl version too. And, like, no one knows what's going to happen. The Giants could lose. It's not going to be, like, a fun game. Like, I checked, like, the announcers because I always like to see who's announcing just to know, like, if I'll be annoyed listening to them. It's, like, two guys I never heard of. I'm like, oh, well, that's the sign of how bad the Giants are. <laughs> I can't get over this guy's Aaron Hernandez jersey. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a wild move. Uh, and I noticed nobody wears Giants gear in the Bronx. Yeah, the Bronx, like, it's, I feel like everyone only wears Yankees gear. Yeah. So I got my Yankee, I got my Yankee beanie on and my black jacket. Oh, perfect. so you'll, you'll fit in perfectly. Exactly. That's what I have. like, I got to go weird with myself a black jacket um, so I can, I can look like a local. <laughs> um, And I just mean mug people. That's like my thing. That's your thing. <laughs> um, that's your, that's your way. That's your way of avoiding contra- uh, confrontation, to be honest. No, nah, I just, to make I, that person think that you might sh- like shoot them or hit them with brass knuckles. I guess that's the way to avoid conflict. I guess that's just ha- I guess that's just how it is in the Bronx. When you're on the subway, you just don't make eye contact with a single person. You just like <laughs> one day I'm coming back from um, the Mets game. They're playing. I forgot who they're playing. They're playing like uh, the Indians, and like there's this guy on the subway, crazy walking back and forth between the cars, like like doing like gun symbols, doing like 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 throwing up like gang symbols. Oh like, yeah, he, those he, guys he, you avoid eye contact. He, he was just like crazy, and I'm just I'm just sitting there staring straight at the other passenger across from me. He's just walking back and forth. And the worst part was we were the last stop, and so everyone got off the train at Times Square, and it's me, this other, uh, uh, me and my mom went to the Mets game, and then this guy, he, we're the only ones on the car, and he's walking back and forth, and I was like, oh, this could be the end right here. See, the way you get on the good side of those guys, or like you get them to not mess with you, is just go tell them about it, bro. Tell them. Tell them. You're right, man. Tell, keep on speaking that truth, even though they're saying the craziest stuff in the world, <laughs> and they won't mess with you. It's, it's a good tip. Are you planning on going to Times Square during your stay? I think I don't know. I don't even know what Times Square is. I'm, I'm going. I'm we're going to Manhattan or whatever on Saturday. Anyways, <laughs> should we talk some Giants? I guess that's what the show is for. All right, Danny, you got all the bulletins. You got the outline for the show. Topic one. All right. So the first story was I found out about it when you tweeted it today because I was I was in the parking lot having my coffee on my break from school and then I saw you say something about incarcerated Bob. I'm like, oh god, what did this guy say? And he said, according to his source, uh, Dave Gellman has reported back to ownership and his recommendation is to fire head coach Pat Shermer after the season. Ownership hasn't made decision yet on head coach or GM's future. Stay tuned. So I mean. He he did report correctly. Well, he didn't may, say Golden Tate by name, but he knew a wide receiver was going to get suspended. And yeah, he, I don't know. he pretty much he he, he, he my, take Golden Tate. Yeah, here's my thing is, and he even like said something like Golden. Um, can we take this as fact? No, because it is incarcerated Bob. He has been wrong before, and like he runs with stuff quickly. That being said, incarcerated Bob is usually right. Like, as much as I don't like him, I think he's a scumbag. The guy is usually right. And I, I believe this. I fully believe this. So, I actually, because everyone was saying, like, Shermer's probably gone. I was like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we had talked about him getting that vote of confidence, um, you know, a few you weeks have, ago. 
Yeah. Well, even but even I think we both agreed. Like even if I guess maybe like, I guess maybe like there, a few weeks ago. Yeah. That that even if you didn't want him here, that I think uh, we thought ownership had given him that vote of confidence. Like, like you're gonna get next year, man. Like 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 prepare this team for your next year and, and get the the young guys going. And but now I I'm a hundred percent convinced Shermer is not is not back. Like that report pushes me to a hundred percent that there's no way he's back if if IB is saying that. Um, and the way he worded it was if Gettleman is like the that Gettleman is uh, recommending that. I kind of think I th- I kind of think DG stays, Danny. Oh yeah, I've been on that boat the whole time. I think. Like right now, DJ, he's saving himself. He's like, Pat Shermer's not the guy. I'm going to go with ownership and say he's not the guy. And uh, uh, on his po- on his podcast, Jordan Raynan, he added that uh, uh, people around the league who are people around the league who know the Giants think that Steve Tisch has reached his boiling point. So I think Steve Tisch right now is the guy that is probably going to be – He, I feel like once Steve Tisch loses his mind – then it's like it just all starts going immediately. And yeah, Dave Gellman, he he knows Pat Sherman's not the guy. He sees it and he wants to be here. And he wants to, Daniel Jones to be his legacy and getting rid of Pat Sherman's the first step in making sure that his legacy will not be a failure in New York. Because this is probably his last real shot as a GM. Other than that, I feel like, he, as he says, he's good. He's hopefully he can retire, go out to an island, have a drink, and watch Jones's career. Yeah. Um, you know, he, uh, incarcerated Bob said that Giants ownership hasn't made a decision on the GM or the head coach, but I'm pretty convinced that Shermer is gone, and I think I think DG Dave Gettleman gets gets this uh, this second chance, if you will, um, whether you agree or not. I know I think if they got if they're if they've talked with Ron Rivera and are bringing him in, um, then I'm completely fine with that, but. You don't want a GM in panic mode, and maybe I guess you'd be in panic mode even if you keep him. I don't know. It's, it, the Giants are a mess right now, and it's, it really sucks, dude. It sucks how much of a mess we are in that we're turning into the Browns, where we're firing coaches every two years. Where this will be the third time we fired a coach in the last five years. And see, the thing is, unlike McAdoo, Shermer hasn't lost the locker room. It's just that this offense has been it, it it like stalls out at points in the games, and there's no recovery. The Giants did not score a single point in the second half of that Eagles game. That's just unacceptable. It just happens. It feels like every game the offense starts off well, but then they just hit a wall. It's like no adjustments are made at the half. They just keep trying to do what they're doing because they saw it work, but then like it's not going to work forever. So, And, I mean, James Betcher, at first I was like, all right, maybe it's just James Betcher going, but as the weeks went on, I was like, Shermer's not the guy, and I, and I just can't I, – I, I, I wish the best for Shermer. Like, I, he, he's a good offensive-minded guy, I believe, but clearly a head coach I think is just too much for him, and yeah, the, his time in New York's done. There's no saving it. And Danny, I've been, I've, I'll just say, yeah, I've been a Shermer uh, defender for the most part of the season. Um, even though I've, you know, had criticism of him, people just kind of seem to ignore my criticism of him and, and call me a homer. Um, but, and I, and I'm a big believer of look at, you know, look at the film, look at what's going on, like the flea flicker play, like you talked about, you know, you talked about that in your little film, your film stuff on uh, Monday night. That being said. On a like a simplistic view of this, nine games in a row is bad. It's just just really bad. There's no way around. Like it's it's hard to explain nine losses in a row, and to some bad teams in there. Arizona's a bad team. The Jets um, have some talent, but they are a bad team. So we've lost to bad teams, teams that we should have beaten. The Bears we should have beaten. Um, so it's uh. You know, it's it's frustrating. Um, I hope the thing that sucks about the most, like, do we? And I'm not as much of a John Mayer hater as everybody. Like, do we like trust him to go and get the right guy if if they're firing Dave Gellman? Like Gellman, I actually like would think can would make a good move. But do we expect like John Mayer to go out and get a G like and change drastically? I, I just have no idea what to expect, and that's like a crappy situation. When you have your franchise QB going into his second year, yeah, and I mean, I remember I made the comment before, like with uh, Sam Darnold, I'm gay. Sam Darnold, especially in people like the beginning of time, gay. He wasn't him and him and Gaze having uh, 
the chemistry just isn't there. I feel like the playbook is a right for Darnold. Now, I haven't watched the Jets in some time. I mean, they just lost to the Bengals, like, a week ago. So, who knows what the Jets are doing. But, yeah, I, uh, I want to ask you this as well. If the Giants get embarrassed by the Dolphins, do, do you, is Shermer gone, or do you or are you thinking he's here for the rest of the season? No, I just want to know. I think, he, I think he's here the rest of the season regardless. Because uh, the, the Giants like to do things the traditional way. And I know some people don't like that. I actually kind of do. Um, they fired Ben McAfee after week 14 or week 13 or whatever it was. And I don't I don't see them doing that again. And I don't think there's really much of a head start to get because these guys, like, Rivera wants to talk to the other teams. so And they can talk to Rivera without firing Shermer. So, Shermer, so I don't think they're getting, like, some huge head start that people think they'd be getting by firing him right away. And, like, it's just you're adding all this extra drama to a, a team that has a lot of young guys who need to get better in the next couple weeks and get in, need this experience in these last three games. Yeah, right, because, like, the, the head coach candidates are, are going to be in the playoffs. You got, like, Robert Sala. I know you're not a fan of it, but I feel like the Giants would at least probably think of well, Greg Roman. I, I I never say I'm not a fan. I just don't know anything no, about No, no, not, not Sala, Roman. <laughs> I, I thought you didn't like Roman. Oh, yeah. Ro- oh yeah, Roman. I'm not a fan of at all. Yeah. Roman, I'm a fan of what he could does with yeah. in certain offenses like Lamar Jackson, Kaepernick. Um, but with Daniel Jones, it just wouldn't make any yeah. sense. It would probably look really good for two years, but like to get the best out of Daniel Jones and have Daniel Jones have like an Aaron Rodgers career, I don't. I wouldn't see it working with Greg Roman. Yeah. Who knows? It's just going to be another <clears throat> terrible three more games going forward. Uh, next topic is uh, is an interesting one. So so yesterday, Janoris Jenkins, he's been very <laughs> active. He's been very active on Twitter as of late. And yesterday, he, he put out this tweet, 14 pr- pass breakups, four interceptions, 50 total tackles, three touchdowns given up since week three. He said, talk about that. And then someone responded to him, how many of those stats contributed to any wins? Then, then, then this is where it gets interesting. Janoris Jenkins then said, I can only do my job, dot, 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 and then he proceeded to use the R word, or as Bobby described it on Twitter, we Todd. Yeah, say we Todd. We at W-E-T-O-D-D. And, are we, so are we allowed to say the retard word on a podcast? I, I don't think so. At least I'm not going to. Because, I mean, I'm, it's here's, a very... Here's my on. thoughts on it, and I know, I think it's, I don't know, I... I I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but I also think like, I think most people understand that when people like say that they're not making fun of like kids with disabilities, like people with disabilities. Like I think most people like understand that. And most people have like have said it jokingly. Like I know I have, like I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, Oh, I've never said that. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I think the bigger thing is, is that Jenkins is constantly talking like trash to fans, like more than saying saying retard. I, I really, I really think that because uh, retard was like a medical word uh, years ago, and then it, it changes and changes. Anyways, um, I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, but the whole it's during practice, and he said that you know they it didn't have a signal, so it sent when he put his phone down. I don't believe all that. He was definitely uh, tweeting from the trainer's room. Um, bad look for Jenkins, who I like Jenkins. I think he's a really good player. I've talked about him coming back on the team next year, but with him doing stuff like this, it it becomes more and more likely that he ends up being traded in the offseason. Yeah, he he's just like completely oblivious to what he did. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, as you say, he's like, oh, I didn't have the signal, so when I put my phone down, I finally sent it's like, really, that's the best excuse you guys like. Just own up. You you shouldn't have used that word, and just say, hey, well, sorry, he did apologize. He said, my apology for the word I used earlier really didn't mean no, quote, harm, end quote. I mean, also, harm. That was so funny. The best thing was, yeah, the quote, harm. The other thing is, like, the tweet's still up. He hasn't deleted it. So clearly, he he isn't sorry for it. And another thing is, he said it's it's part of his slang. Yeah, that's what he said. He described that it's part of his slang. It's like, really? You're really, I mean, maybe it's part of his slang, but, like, don't go using it. On Twitter, or as he said to reporters, it's a hood thing. That that that's what he said to reporters today. It's just a kind of a no better thing. Yeah, um, it, like I don't think anybody's like 
I don't think anybody would be mad if like Janoris Jenkins was hanging out with his buddies and saying that. But uh, it's I don't even know. I hate having. I really hate having this conversation because I feel like we're having some moral conversation on a show about football, and I don't like. I don't like like looking down my nose at people. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know. It's just Jenkins. The big issue is Jenkins is going off on fans online. That, like, as far as like football on the Giants wise. Yeah. So one more topic that we're just gonna have to get to. We're gonna brush on really quickly. Nate Solder. He was nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. So first off, congratulations for Nate Solder. He's a great guy in the community. But then it was also revealed. Uh, that his four-year-old son recently underwent surgery to remove a tumor, and he's currently undergoing his third round of chemotherapy. So, j- just really quickly, we like to wish the soldier and family the best during this time. But it, yeah, it makes sucks. and it makes you think, like, damn, we like, yeah, they're players on the field, but they got a life outside, and we we didn't know that this was going on. But soldier's still going out there trying to play and and just do his job. So yeah, and you don't know sucks. if that's distracting or what. Like that that just sucks. I mean, Oh, want to give some long speech on that? It's just, it, yeah, it's just we, we it sucks. Just wanted to, just wanted to touch on that, and then back to some more enlightening news. Well, I guess not that enlightening. Do you want to do injury stuff like in Daniel Jones talk? I think we should take a break because I want to transition to getting fired back up after these two topics. All right, all right. Let's take a let's take a break, and then I'm going to come back with some heat, baby. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. All right, we're back, baby. Danny, this had me pissed off. I was so aggravated. And I know that it was a, a vocal minority, Danny. And it was led by Todd McShay. This talk of the Giants drafting a quarterback in the draft. Drafting Joe Burrow or whoever. I couldn't believe it. I I, I, I couldn't believe it. It, it. was I just was so pissed off. Like, I'm not watching any film this week. I'm not watching anything. I am just going to go to New York and enjoy myself. I'm not stressing my out, myself out for this stuff. It blows my mind that people think that is what you should do in the NFL. And, like, Daniel Jones hasn't shown them enough. It's so mind-numbing. To people. And, and it's not our listeners, so we're kind of, like, talking to a wall right now. But I just I wanted to, I wanted to fight somebody. That's why I put out the tweet saying, oh, I'll be in New York. Uh, who wants to fight? Because I, I, want, I really wanted to fight somebody. It made me so mad um, because of how much we've invested in Daniel Jones and what he's shown and like all the traits that he's shown, like his pocket poise, his willingness to go downfield, uh, his, his un, how he's unfazed by mistakes, his elite accuracy, his scrambling ability, his like maturity off the field, his maturity on the field. And it's like you, but you want to, you want to draft another QB and trade him because he has fumbles. Like it's just, it's mind numbing to me, Danny. Yeah, like this isn't a Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray situation. Josh Rosen was not a very good QB in Arizona. Daniel Jones is a very good QB. Like that's just someone afraid to admit that they were wrong and that Daniel Jones was the right pick. Like Mel Kuyper's moved on. He's tired of talking about draft. He's looking logistically like Giants need a pass rusher and they should get Chase Young. Why would the Giants waste another – we're not the or, we're not the type of organization. If we give our quarterbacks all the time they need, if, if it takes them all the five years they're here, the Giants will do that. That's just Tom McShay being stupid. There, there's literally no point in tweeting that out. As I said, he's just afraid to admit that he's wrong. And guess what? Everyone's wrong once in a while. Todd, you can admit that Daniel Jones was a good pick. And then, like the whole fumble situation, some are him, yes, but some are. Uh, just uh, poor offensive line play at times. So it, you just even if all were him, Danny, do we really think he's not no. going to fix his fumble issues? Yeah. Like, do we really think he's not going to put in the effort to fix fumbles, the most fixable mistake in the NFL? It really is. 
It's not like he's completely inaccurate. Like he he throws dots. He has the arm. He is just fumbles. Like literally, the Packers game is like he had his first interception in like multiple games. So like, just I hate that. Like some people. It's always like he's not had improvement. It's like uh, his first five games, he had six touchdowns and seven interceptions. His last five, he had twelve and four, and two of those were with his uh, like a high ankle sprain in the snow versus Green Bay, where he just missed guys. So it's, it was just frustrating. And, like, you brought up the, the Arizona thing. Like, I don't think that's going to be, like, a model. I think that's an outlier. Because the Cardinals went out and got, a, like, a really outside-of-the-box head coaching hire in Cliff Kingsbury. And that guy wanted Kyler Murray back. So they went out and get Kyler Murray. Um, and Kyler Murray is a different type of uh, prospect than, you'll, than you get every year. Um, even though the NFL seems like we're starting to get more and more of these guys with Lamar Jackson. Um but, like, Kyler Murray is a different type of prospect. He's not just another, like, pocket passer that has good legs like Daniel Jones. He's, he was a different type of guy. And Rosen didn't fit that mold. And maybe they didn't believe in Rosen either. But to think that teams are just going to continue, like, just draft QBs two, two years in a row is so dumb, especially when you have somebody in Daniel Jones. And what it is, Danny, is Todd McShay does not want to admit that he was wrong. He he went out and gave a hot take about Daniel Jones saying he was a day three guy or a day two guy. And he's a, a good backup at best. And he's looked like an asshole so far. And I'm telling you, that's what it is. He, he does not want to be proven wrong. And he's just going to hold on to that until the bitter end. Yeah. And like, to be real, any coach that's coming into New York, they're coming to a great situation at quarterback because Daniel Jones I mean, yeah, he's got to adjust to a new system, but, like, if you just got to fix the fumbles, and once he learns your system, Daniel Jones is going to dominate. Danny, be a- go ahead. This, he is why I have hope that we can get our guy at head coach. He's the only reason why I think we have hope of getting Ron Affair, not because of the New York market and, and like, how like the history of the franchise. It's because coaches are these – like, they don't care about – uh, Todd McShay's like draft rankings. They look at Daniel Jones and they say that is the perfect model of a QB. He's he, like he isn't going to make a, a, a ass of himself off the field. He's going to put in the work. He's got all the traits that like physical traits he needs to play the game. He's got the, the mental capacity like that. Like, and I feel like you know people call me a homer, but it's like everything I'm saying is true. So like the only other job that could come open that teams would want to go after would be Dallas. And do they want to deal with Derry, Jerry Jones and maybe not believing in Dak? Like, I really think Daniel Jones is what sets the Giants apart. And he really is what gives us hope, even though, like, there's a lots of young guys on this team to be excited about, like Jabril Peppers and Darius Slayton and Julian Love and DeAndre Baker, even though people don't like when you say that, Dexter Lawrence. But guess what, Danny? None of those guys are quarterbacks. None of those guys are guys who can single-handedly lead you to wins and Daniel Jones it can and I believe will be that guy no yeah and Daniel Jones he's literally like Eli Manning I guarantee you once the season's over he's gonna take like a little break a few week break but then he's gonna get back out in that practice field start getting passes back he's gonna fix the fumble probably he's gonna be back in the gym Jones is the baller his life is football and he's gonna commit every second to it and as you said any coach that comes to New York they're in a great situation with Daniel Jones at quarterback because I'm gonna be honest with you, the Giants. What I saw, like there, there, there's potential. Slayton, uh, Saquon, who admitted that injuries has hampered him this season. This defense has guys. The Giants are. I'm saying it. They're not far off. They just need to fill in a few pieces, and I truly believe they'll be competitive within the NFC East. That's not. That's nothing hard. But for the Giants, that that will be the stepping stone in the right direction. We have the we just haven't been competitive in the NFC East. Once we get competitive here again, then we'll see what we're liking as real competition. Yeah. So it, it was just you know what it is. It's people. It's like I said. I shouldn't even be addressing this because it's 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 fifteen percent of fans who are just contrarians and want to say stuff, and you know they they can't they like actually dislike the Giants. And those are, those people don't even really listen to our show. Um, you know, there might be a few hate listeners, but like the like the majority of people that listen to our show are pretty res- reasonable people. Um, so like, I I hate like doing this whole thing of like trying to like like prove to people because there's like those kind of people like won't be proven to the people who like bring up his fumbles consistently. 
they don't they don't believe what they're saying. They're just looking for an argument because like nobody looks at those fumbles and says, you know what, if it wasn't for those, he'd be a great QB. But uh, I don't think he's ever going to fix that. Nobody nobody in their right mind thinks that, Danny. No one in their right mind thinks that. It's literally people trying to get clicks or are too afraid to admit their mistakes. That's all it is. And yeah. when Daniel Jones leads the Giants to a Super Bowl, they'll probably still be saying the same thing. Oh, I can't wait to that day. That is going to be such a day of vindication. Um, Danny, uh, should we talk about some? Let's, should we talk about injury news and talk about the actual football game we're going to play? I, I guess we are actually playing a game this week, so I guess we should talk about our injuries. Save the Daniel Jones injury because we got a question about that. I got you. All right, injury report. Uh, the Dolphins. I'm not going to look at theirs because I don't know half those players. But Giants. Corey Ballantyne concussion. He was a full participant today. Golden Tate, I didn't realize he had any issues. He's a full participant today. Evan Ingram, he was limited. I feel like he was also limited last week, but he didn't go, so that's something to watch. Rhett Ellison was limited, so I feel like maybe we'll get Rhett Ellison back, but he wasn't a full, so we'll see what he is tomorrow. And then Kevin Zeigler, his ankle slash wrist, he did not participate. I don't want to see Zeigler back out there this year. And Janoris Jenkins, ankles, he is, uh, he is a DMP, but he was also active on Twitter yesterday, so I mean... But he didn't tweet today, so as someone said, that's progress right there. Are you sure he didn't? Well, he didn't tweet during practice, I should say. Okay. So I, I, that that wasn't uh, my joke. I think I took that from Duggan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, now, you mentioned Valentine and Jenkins. I thought it was pretty interesting. The first time we had Jenkins playing in the slot at corner. We had Sam Bill and DeAndre Baker on the outside. And they had Jenkins in, in the in the nickel, which is the, literally the first time we've seen that all year. And it comes right after Jenkins complaining about not following guys. Yeah, and and I mean to be quite honest, like it, it wasn't terrible. I mean, I mean, like it played quite well. So, but it looks like this week we'll get as long as he passes protocol and no setbacks happen, we'll have. Baker and Beal on the outside, Corey Ballantyne in the slot. That's the future look of New York right there. This is what I want. Hopefully. All season. This is the look I wanted to see. And I know Beal's been playing bad, and I'm a critique of Beal right now. But I want to see all these young guys out there to know if they're legit. Baker play has improved ever since he was called out by Shermer in front of the team. His play has improved. Ballantyne, we see the potential in him. Yes, he struggled in that Bears game. He was bullied. But we see the potential in him. Beal, he's struggling. And I, I still, my faith in him right now is, is uh, not as strong as it was before. But I, I do believe that, because as people say, corner is one of the toughest positions to adjust to in the NFL. We just got to get these guys times. And I mean, Jenkins will probably be out a game, I say maybe two. But hopefully, we'll see the future of New York playing well Sunday against Miami. And I know people are like, oh, but it's the Dolphins. Who cares? They're they're rookies. Let let's see how they play. All right. Like yeah. the Dolphins are just as good as us. Let's see how they play against. Like let's see how they play as a unit. Let's see how they can can they critique each other. How will they play together? How what's their communication like? Yeah. Um. Kevin Zeitler, like you said, I don't expect to see in the rest of the season. That was that is a relief though. That it was just a sprained ankle, and you know there was a, a scare that it could have been something a lot worse. That would have. Hampered his off season big time. Oh, I'm gonna be honest so, with you. It's a sprained ankle. I did not know that. <laughs> so yeah, we get to see not... Nick Gates though. That'll yeah, be see, cool that... though. We get to see Nick Gates for two games at guard. Although guard is one position that we're not gonna yeah, need see, next year. You yeah, see that? That's the problem. We wanted to see Nick Gates, but we didn't want to see him at guard. We wanted to see him at tackle or but, in center. Yeah, or even center, because like those are the uh, especially depending what happens with Remmers. I because the Giants have cap to spend but they also have guys they need to resign so Rammers may not be a priority but the, yeah, the Giants need at least one tackle that we probably are going to need two center is definitely a need and they say Nick Gates can play all positions on the line and I mean he can't do that next year it can't be Nick Gates playing center Nick Gates playing right tackle Nick Gates playing left tackle because that's impossible <laughs> but Rick, 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 Mike Rammers is going to get signed somewhere there next year though you see that's why I think, he's had a good year I, see, that's I, why I'm, I'm saying I don't think people can... realize how good of a year he's had now, he had a bag against Arizona. He hasn't been great, but man, if you need like someone to come in and fill, like play right tackle for you for a year, Remmers is the guy. Like I would not be mad if he's brought back next year. Yeah, that's why. Because I, I know because the Giants have at least 
in my opinion, two guys they need to pay the bring back. <laughs> And that's Williams, and that's Golden, and I'm not sure how much I think they value Remmers, but it, once again, it's not going to be Shermer here. It's probably going to be it's obviously going to be someone new. I think he may want his own right yeah. tackle. And Solder, as much as I we've been bashing the guy for his on field play, uh, he's probably still going to be here because he has a nice contract. As much as we all want to Tim to be gone, he's probably going to stay around because I think they're going to give Solder the benefit of doubt, especially what's going on off the field right now. But yeah, Nick Gates, I'm happy I'm going to be seeing Nick Gates. We're all happy. I know you are especially because I'll make your film breakdown watching fun. But it's the wrong position. That's that's the big thing. Yeah, which is like this might be his position he's best at. This is not the position we, we, want, we want to see him at. Ooh, Lamar Jackson, nice run. All right, Danny. Um, oh, Evan Ingram, uh, is he playing or no? I'm just going to say no at this point and hope maybe if he does, cool. If not, whatever. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't expect him to play, but... Let's, let's talk about the game a little bit. Like, what are you expecting? Like, uh, All right, actually, hold on one second. Let's just talk about Daniel Jones's ankle real quick. We got... Uh, Nico at Nicholas uh, Sprock. DJ going to get out there for any more games? Even worth it at this point. Uh I don't think he plays this week, even though uh, R. Stapleton said he was working at, like uh, after practice with Bachman and uh, Wesley from the practice squad. Like extra time and looked really good, was moving around really well. I think like if they really needed him, like him to go this week, if like we we're in playoff contention, I think he would be able to go. But I do think they save him one more week and give and give Eli like that final home game. But there is one hundred percent a point. Like he needs all the experience he, he can get. Like they, we we want to see him play more, and that's the thing. It's like he's our guy. Let's see him play more. Let's let him get a couple more games in the NFL, and you know, and you know, possibly end um, his two, his rookie year on a on a more positive note. Yeah, I mean, I there's a very real chance he plays, but if the Giants, it would have shocked him. They just give Eli his farewell treatment because right now. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think they won't probably want to save Jones for at least the two division opponents, just because it may mean, it'll mean something more. The Dolphins is just a meaningless game. The Giants have to play, so I think Jones look, versus Haskins would be lit. And I'm with my brother who's a Redskins fan, and he can't. It bothers him when I troll Haskins. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the hard. It's hard being a Redskins fan. It's hard being a Giants fan. But I mean, remember, I remember last year that Redskins game was fun when we completely like, like we like kicked Washington to the ground, and then we literally kept kicking them as they were down. Like we did not stop, and that was beautiful. That's when uh, Liletta came in and went one for five. But that's besides the point. Yeah, I think over Eli, five. Oh, oh, it was over five. Oh, my pie. I gave him With one interception. I gave him the one was the interception. Yeah, I get. I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I kind of want Eli to start just because I don't want him finishing below 500. I want him to be 117, 117, yeah. regular season record. I should say. I think like postseason, he has he's like a perfect record. Yeah, yeah, that would that would be nice. I, I I I'm almost I'm I'm almost for sure that Eli starts Sunday versus the Dolphins. I'm just I mean, more annoyed Daniel that Jones, if Daniel Jones got the start, I would be shocked. I'm just more annoyed that you'll be at his final home game when I thought I was going to be able to say that. Suck it. I, suck I, it suck I'm not going to. I contemplated going to this Dolphins game, but I'm like, I'm not giving this team any more money, and the weather is just going to be winning. Well, it. hey, wherever your city, you could probably move down a lot because I guarantee you that stadium is going to be empty. Eli's last home staying home game, dude. I'm gonna be right. there. You won't be. I'll be I watching. I flew up to New Jersey, New York for Eli's last home game. Shows how much I care. Not, not, how little no, no, you no, care, no, Danny? No, 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 no. You, you came up for Daniel Jones. It just happened that he no, got no, injured. I came for Eli. I knew things. Yeah, okay, oh, oh, stars oh, aligned. Oh, Giant Jeff, we got the insider guy, but he's from Florida. This one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. So yeah, the the game is gonna be. Is this supposed to rain? It's supposed to be windy. Uh, I can deal with wind. I I, you know, I have my new black jacket now, so I'm cool. Uh, it's a gusty wind. You know what? I'll give you the the Danny weather report coming up here in a second. I can deal with wind. I just can't stand the rain. Like the rain is what would make it absolutely miserable. Yeah, I was sitting there for that Cardinals game. It was like a cold rain. That that is honestly the worst. 
All right, so yeah, it's, it's just gonna be like windy, like it's like 15 miles per hour, but I don't have the gust. But it's supposed to rain all day Saturday, and then Monday is like snow showers. Sweet. Yeah. Saturday night, I'm gonna be in the city, uh, watching the Nets game with Keith McPherson. So if anybody wants to stop by, I'm gonna be at some kind of bar or whatever. So come on out. It's funny um, the, the two the two hosts we're finally in the same state, but we won't be able to meet up. I know. That's that's all new though, Danny. So don't even try and blame that on me. Justin yeah. Tucker just ran over a Jets player. Maybe we can meet up during the Super Bowl in Miami. Yeah, let's do it, baby. Next and 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 the next Super Bowl after that, when the Giants are in it. No, oh, of course. Yeah, where is that? Los Angeles, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think is it in Los L.A.? Or, yeah, it is in L.A. Yeah, this this one's in uh, Hard Rock Miami. Stadium. Which could which could end badly with that field's terrible drainage if it rains. Yeah, we'll see. It's in Miami though, so it'll be it'll be a nice week. Yeah, I'm just looking forward to going down there. Yeah. All right. Um. So what am I expecting from this game? I don't. I don't know. I don't think we should. I think at this point, you guys aren't tuning in to hear our our <laughs> thoughts on the Dolphins inside zone run. I really don't. I I think we're gonna get back. We'll get back more into X's and O's, like non post game shows. When the season's over, I just really don't think anybody's tuning in for that stuff anymore, Danny. Especially when we're <laughs> two, two and frickin' eleven. If, if we, we're gonna be. We, I haven't looked at a single tape of the Dolphins. I looked at the Dolphins injury report. I just found out Alan Hearns is on the Dolphins. It's reached a point of that season, especially when you're two and eleven, that you don't care. Like last year, if we were doing the show last year during the season, I think we had more of an interest because the Giants. It kind of got interesting towards the end of the season, but now it's not interesting. Like you just want the season to be over, and we go off out. We just want to get to the draft stuff. All right, that's what and the. I'm just looking forward to getting down to Miami for the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to talking free agency, talking draft. Unfortunately, we got three more games to talk about. It's amazing. Like, the beginning of the year, we were so pumped for the regular season, and now I think we're all just happy that's going to be ending soon. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I am definitely looking forward to the end of the season. All right, let's do a couple mailback questions. I put out a tweet. Um, Are we doing giant factors or no? We <laughs> forgot. All right, Danny, who is your giant factor? Uh, Chase Young. <laughs> um, all right, so all right. you're joining in on the snarky comments. <laughs> no. uh, uh, I forgot uh, it was a pregame show. Honestly, uh, uh, let's go. Uh, I'm gonna say Leonard Williams. Dolphs offensive line. I don't think it's good. Uh, let, let's get Leonard Williams his first sack of the season. Let's get that going. Um, whoever's covering De- uh, Devontae Parker. <laughs> that that's my giant factor. <laughs> Can I say is that is that an acceptable answer? Whoever covers Devonte Parker? No, because we we don't know that. Put out a name. I'll go Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins is my giant factor. <laughs> yeah, he was a giant we taught this week too. <laughs> they're in the middle of the game. We're gonna be in the middle of the game. We're just gonna pan down to the sideline. We're gonna see Janoris Jenkins. Sorry <laughs> from coughing. It's just this cold air has got me more sick. Um, yeah, fifty degrees to you down in Florida. Florida's like, oh my god, it's like a blizzard. Dude, it was like eighty some degrees when we left. Um, oh god, the horror! <laughs> All right, uh, so mine's Janoris Jenkins, yours is Leonard Williams. Uh, we'll 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 finish off with game predictions. Let's go quick through these questions. We kind of answered them already. Isaac, our guy Isaac Moretta, prediction: If the Giants clean house or just start over with new head coach. Um, we both of us lean towards Dave Gettleman staying. Um, Gettleman's guardian angel says, like the hat about my Yankee beanie. Let's go Yankees. Cole, it's a cold war, baby. Cole 45. Go to the johnboymedia.com store. There's all kinds of cult new cold shirts. They're, they're actually really cool. But I like the Cole 45 one. I might get that. Um, Danny, did you hear that the Yankees got Garrett Cole? I, I didn't actually, uh, <laughs> con- congratulations. Uh, Nine years, you're into $24 million. It, 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 real talk. Freaking, they get paid that much to throw a tiny baseball around. Like, I wish I can get, like football players, they put their bodies on the line. I mean, yeah, they get nice contracts, but Garrett Cole, who's not starting every single day, gets to throw this little baseball into a guy's mitt for $324 million over nine years. Hey, hey, Danny, why don't you try throwing hard, and then maybe you could. Bro, hey, I got I can, I can give you a fastball. That's about all I can give you, though. All right, yeah, and it's going to be like 65 miles an hour. <laughs> nah, bro, it's at least cracking 70. 
No way. There's no way you can throw 70. Bro, I'm throwing 70. We're having, we're going to have to get together and do a pitch off. Bro, we're going to be down in Miami. We're going to meet. We'll, we're definitely meet, meeting up in Miami because we'll I'll have the time. We're meeting up in Miami. We'll do a pitch off. You're just making plans for me. You think I want to go down to Miami? I hate Miami. No, you're going down to Miami. I don't care. I hate Miami with a passion. I really do. Well, yeah, it's just um, party central. <laughs> it sucks. Um, and, according to, and according to someone, I'm like, what, 15 years old? So. Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Was that Giant Jeff? <laughs> yeah, that was Giant Jeff. Giant Jeff's our biggest critic, and I love him. I love him for it. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, funny. I wouldn't want it any other way. <laughs> funny story about Giant Jeff. And the, when you put out that tweet, I can only do my job in reference to Doris Jenkins' tweet. He responded, "Which is?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love this guy. I like Giant Jeff. Uh, Mayor Marcel said, "If Mayor and Shermer get fired, who would you pick to replace them?" Well, Mara couldn't get fired. Do you think he met Gellman? I, 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 I think he met Gellman because, I mean, he knows Mara can't get fired because his, his name is Mara Sell the Team. Yeah. So I'm thinking he, I think he must have met Gellman, but he probably types Mara so much that it was just there. Here's what I'll say about GM replacements, Danny, is I have no clue about anything. <laughs> Literally, all we do is we say, well, he is the assistant to a good GM, so he must be a good GM, uh, which is not the case. It really is not the case that an assistant GM to a good GM is a, like, it's just not, Danny. Um, so, like, it's, it's, like, I feel like I can do a decent job evaluating coaches, but as far as evaluating GMs, I, there's, there's nothing we can do because like, these guys never, like, there's nothing, you, you don't know anything about them. Yeah, this this is my thought process on it. Uh, when Dave Gellman was hired, I I believe that he's the holdover for Kevin Abrams. I think once Gellman retires, which probably for maybe the next two years, I say two three years, Kevin Abrams will be our GM. I think that's like the deal. Like when Dave Gellman retires, Kevin Abrams you're gonna be our next GM because he's a good assistant GM from what I hear or what I read from like people that are around the league kevin abrams is highly regarded and i mean he well, has electric why, why would you fire the guy for the assistant i mean the judge i'm not saying firing i'm not saying firing gentleman's up there in age i don't think he'll be here for much longer oh, I, okay. I, that's why i'm saying like he'll maybe retire like in maybe like two three years and then i think the keys will be handed over to kevin abrams yeah that makes that makes sense um, or unless or unless he gets fired, I still think that it will be him. I think Kevin Abrams is the next GM of the Giants, no matter what happens. Okay, no matter what, baby. All right, last one. We got a late one. All things Giants at Giants. Things Gates is in for Zeitler on Sunday. What's your thoughts on him? I'm a bit concerned from a power standpoint. Um, so we talked about our thoughts about him. Let's just talk about the power standpoint. Uh. I think he's fine. Now, when, you know, when he did play tackle, he got bull rush. But tackles, like, you have defense men who have, like, a much better head start. And that was only, like, four times. Now, it was against the Jets. Um, and, but at in the interior, like, you, there's a lot less, like, like head start with that. Um, so you get, like, some good, strong push. But it's, it's definitely not the same. So I'm, I'm not concerned about it. And I'm actually really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing Gates. Obviously, as we said, it's not the position we want to see him at, but we we we, we truly believe here at Talk of Jazz that Nick Gates will be the future. Will be a part of our off the line. I remember he was uh, during one of the preseason games. I was like, he's gonna be one of my players to watch for, and that was like the first night where I was like, damn, this guy's good. And I, I think that was also really the first night. I, I, I'm not saying I put everyone on the Nick Gates. Let's make that clear. I was guessing. You did, actually, Danny. I'll, I'll give you credit for that. You put everyone on the Nick Gates. You put me you. on the Nick Gates. Thank I you. I Nick got, Gates wasn't, so you put me on him. I, I got you on the Nick Gates. also got you on that. For, remember that uh, former QB of Syracuse that we had? Oh, uh, like, um, Taysom Hill. Um, Eric Dungy. Yeah, Eric you put Dungy. me on to him. I, I dismissed him when you first brought him up, and then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this guy. <laughs> you, you give it, I'm obsessed with Eric Dungy. But yeah, so fine. Maybe I did put everyone on the Nick Gates. But uh, I, I truly believe Nick Gates will, hopefully he's the future of our right tackle. Maybe it'll be Soldier, Hernandez, uh, new center, hopefully. Uh uh, Seitler, and then Nick Gates at right tackle. That would probably be the ultimate dream. Danny, this is the revenge game for Jake Carlock. You know he's part of the Dolphins, right? 
Oh yeah, that is true. You want to? <laughs> I like how we did not mention all the Eagles pregame show last week. That it was a revenge game for Golden Tate as well. Yeah, and then yeah, it was. I don't even know if that was like revenge for Tate. Like he didn't even Detroit like treat Detroit like as a revenge game. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. Like, hey, yeah, whatever. But this but, is a revenge game for Jake Carlock. I mean, Jake Carlock, Long Island, LIU Post, baby, Long Island Pride from, oh, from North Babylon, either North Babylon or just regular Babylon. That's on Long Island for all. That's for you, Bobby, actually, because you don't know what I'm talking about. Probably He's a lot right. of people. He's he's my hero, Jake Carlock. You should you should visit you should visit Babylon. Go to his high school and be like, "This is where Jake Carlock played." And then that'll probably be strange if they see. I'll like, interview a, his head coach. <laughs> they see like this guy, like, sir, what are you doing outside the school? Hey, I'm looking for Jake Carlock's high school football coach. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's it for questions. Time for predictions. Danny, Giants, maybe Eli's last game in New Jersey in MetLife. Against a bad Miami Dolphins team, what is your prediction? Uh, uh, <laughs> to be quite honest, uh, I just want Eli to win, just to get that one seventeen. Honestly, we're I'm got to pick the Giants, but that's only because the show is all about the Giants and I support them. But just for the for the jokes of it, uh, it's a tie game. <laughs> and all right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Giants 3, Dolphins 0. <laughs> Damn, this is the lowest score prediction we ever gave. I don't know. It is what it is, baby. But it's it's a Giants victory, and that's all that matters. We want yeah. wins right now. We don't want to tank, even though even though we do. But I want to enjoy victories, too. Beat the Dolphins. I, why can't we in, win and tank at the same time? <laughs> that, that's a good like question. Dave Gettleman, you can rebuild and win at the same time. Why can't we win and tank at the same time? How can we have to play the Dolphins this year? How come? It's like I'm pretty sure if we beat the Dolphins, we end up with the number three overall pick, if I'm correct. And then that means the Dolphins will get Chase Young. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's a show. I'm gonna I'm gonna take over New York these next couple of days. Y'all ain't, y'all are not gonna know about it. It's, it's gonna be pretty nasty. Um, this was a weird show, but I, I enjoyed it. It's therapeutic. We didn't watch any film this week. Or at least I didn't. You did. Unfortunately. <laughs> and I'll be there Sunday. So, you know, link, send me a tweet. Send me a DM. We'll link up before the game. We're going to be tailgating. Have a good time. We appreciate you guys. It's been a long season. Let's, let's look forward to the off season and let's grow. We'll see you guys on Monday. Until then, let's go Big Blue.